welcome back to another episode of Uncommon Knowledge with Hope. Hope is me. I am Hope, for those of you who are unsure. Um, just want to say really quickly, if you are back listening to this episode, thank you for your consistency. Definitely appreciate you. Um, today's episode is actually a re-episode for my episode from... Um, a few weeks back when I did the pro-life v pro-choice episode featuring my brother and my cousin. Um, Today's episode doesn't have any guest features. It's just me today. Um, That episode that I did wasn't, um, it was more very opinionated and it was actually in a very joking manner. Now, today's episode is a little more serious. Um, As of right now, we have 15 states that have adopted the House Bill 182, better known as the Heartbeat Bill, which basically um, makes it to where if a heartbeat is detected uh, in an ultrasound, then you cannot get an abortion. Now, heartbeats, if you do a in utero ultrasound, can be detected as early as five to six weeks. Now, for a female, A lot of the times, unless you are purposely trying to get pregnant, you do not find out as soon as you get pregnant that you're pregnant. You usually don't find out until you miss your period, and then you're like, oh, fuck, I missed my period. Let me go pee on a stick really quickly. And then um, that's when you find out. Now, that usually happens at about the five to six week mark when you're pregnant. So, um... Essentially, as soon as you find out that you're pregnant, you're fucked because you got to keep it. Now, for some people, that might be just fine and dandy, but every female is not ready to have a child. And, you know, you have those people who say things like, if you're not ready to have a child, don't have sex. Or, you know what the, the repercussions of sex is, you should use protection or whatever the case may be. Now, those are all people who are fucking naive as fuck to think that people are only going to have sex when they are ready to have a baby. Do you think that teenagers in high school are thinking, damn, I'm ready to have a a baby when I'm 17, 18? No, they're thinking with their hormones because that's what people do sometimes, especially when they're young and they don't really think about the consequences of things that they do. That's something that a lot of young people do. And now you are forcing people to keep something and it's, it's not really worth it because in the, at the end, there, there aren't really many options that'll come out of this. I'll get more into what I feel like the options are, how the situation is going to play out. But um, right now I'm going to get into specifics about the bill. Now, I do encourage everybody to actually go and read these bills before they vote for them. Because I feel like a lot of people voted for this bill, but they didn't actually read the bill to know what they were voting for. So... Um, right now, we have 15 states who have who have the heartbeat bill. Not only does the heartbeat bill say that after six weeks, you can't get an abortion, although that's not banning abortion, but essentially it is because as soon as you find out you're pregnant, it's already too late. That That's that's basically how it is. So, you know, get pregnant, you're stuck with it. But um, it also makes it to where your health insurance cannot cover your birth control because birth control is considered a non-therapeutic abortion and um, that is stated in section one it says that section uh, 9.04 
as used in this section, non-therapeutic abortion means an abortion that is performed or induced when the life of the mother would not be endangered if the fetus were carried to term. Or, non-therapeutic abortion includes drugs or devices used to prevent the implantation of a fertilized ovum. So, now, moving forward in the, um, in the bill, it says, A health insuring corporation shall not provide coverage for a non-therapeutic abortion under any policy, contract, or agreement that is issued, delivered, or renewed in this state. Nothing in this section shall be interrupted as prohibiting coverage or enabling an insurer to deny coverage for treatment of post-abortion complications, as used in the section non-therapeutic abortion has the same meaning as in section 9.04 of the revised code. So, with that being said, first of all, I just want to address this. There are many females who use birth control for a number of reasons outside of just not getting pregnant. If you have endometriitis, birth control is your option. If you have abnormally heavy period flow, birth control is an option. If you have out of whack hormones or your hormone levels are wrong, they use birth control to try to balance out your hormones. So some people are using birth control as literally a medical treatment to treat something other than not getting pregnant. So now you're telling me that I cannot use my health insurance to cover the medicine for my condition. But not only that, how the fuck does that make sense? Because you're telling me that, um, oh, well, if if you if you have a baby, you have to stick and deal with the consequences. But then you turn around and say, good luck trying to prevent that pregnancy because we just made contraceptives hard as fuck to get a hold of now. So it just, it really doesn't make any sense to me. Now, the other thing that I want to say is um, that the, the situations can only play out a couple of ways when you're forcing these women to have babies that they don't want. The first situation, probably the best outcome is the mother deals with her responsibilities, puts her big girl panties on, handles her shit and has the baby, loves it, and cares for it exactly like she's supposed to. Which, if the world was perfect, this is how the situation would play out for everybody. But again, you don't know everybody. You don't know everybody's mental state, and you don't know everybody's life situation. So the second option is, the mother has the child, but because she never wanted the child, now she has a sense of resentment because she's got this fucking lifetime-ass commitment stuck on her hip. So she abuses it, she doesn't care for it the way that she should. She just does everything in a fucked up ass manner, causing this kid to either be harmed to death or have to deal with a lifetime of trauma, which as an adult will cause them to have fucked up in interactions with other adults, other people, other children, just people in general, and also have them be emotionally fucked up because they never had a parent that loved them the way they're supposed to. Third option, which everybody likes to throw out there. Oh, well, if you don't want the baby, just give the baby up for adoption. There are already hundreds of thousands of babies in the system as it speaks. So even if you put this baby up for adoption, there's no guarantee that the baby is going to get adopted. The baby can end up growing up in and out the system and, again, grow up socially fucked up because they never had a family. They never had anybody to love them. 
or there's another good option, you know. You put the baby up for adoption, it gets adopted by a lovely family, the family loves it, treats it like its own, and everything is peaches and cream. Again, you know, if the world was sunshine and rainbows, that would be how everything would go for people who didn't want the, the child. And then, you know, there's also the possibility of the child being adopted by a family that only cares about money and the check that you get for adopting a child, and they neglect the child, and they don't treat the child the way that it's supposed to be treated. Or the other thing is just because you make this law, that does not mean that women are not still going to attempt to get abortions outside of, um, outside of medical clinics in people's basements, in back alleys, have people punch them in the stomach, have people throw them downstairs or all types of outrageous things. So as to not have to deal with the pregnancy because Roe v. Wade wasn't the beginning of abortions. Roe v. Wade was the beginning of safe alternative or safe locations where professionals did it and less dying for women trying to do at-home abortions. So out of all of these possible outcomes that we have in this situation, which I believe that was what five options, only two of them were good options. So I'm trying to understand, you know, how all these people just think that as adults, people are going to not have sex because they don't want a baby. Sex is in human nature. And to tell someone to go against their nature just because you don't like the possible outcome of what they might do is just inherently ridiculous, honestly. And um, if we're being real, a lot of these people's views are based on Christianity or some other form of religion. And you cannot make a law for a country who says church and state are supposed to be separate based on religion. Because my religion might not be your religion. So if I'm an atheist, now I, I, I have to keep a baby because your God doesn't want me to, like, it doesn't make any sense to me, honestly. The other thing is, if people got more into the habit of minding their motherfucking business, this wouldn't even be a topic of discussion, honestly. Because me, I'm a female who has the capabilities of getting pregnant. If I did get pregnant, I would handle my shit and I would not get an abortion because I don't believe in abortion for my own personal reasons. But at the end of the day, I feel no need to tell the next woman what she should and shouldn't do for herself because nobody knows their situation better than themselves. So if she knows that she's not going to be able to get her shit together within nine months to care for a baby, it would be selfish as fuck for her to bring a baby into a world that she can't do shit for. Because once the baby is born, all these pro-life save the baby people, they're not going to give her a check to help her pay for this baby. They're not going to come take care of the baby so that she can go to work or so that she can finish school. They're not going to buy her groceries so that she has food to feed this baby. They're not going to do any of that. They only care for the baby up until it pops out that hole. After that, it's, oh, well, that's your responsibility. I didn't want this responsibility. You forced it on me. So just mind your motherfucking business. And that, that's that's like literally all there is to it because if I'm 
four or five weeks pregnant, two, two months pregnant, eight weeks pregnant, whatever the case may be, probably you can't even tell that I'm pregnant yet. So if I go and get an abortion, you would never motherfucking know what I did with my stomach because guess what? It's my stomach and it's not your business. The only person who should care is the mother of the child and the guy whose baby it is. And if he and her both agree abortion is the best option for us, why the fuck do you care what they choose to do? Oh, what if they cured cancer? Newsflash, there's already a cure for cancer, but they don't want to tell you that. Oh, well, what if they grew up to be a president? Okay, somebody else will be president. Like, y'all doing all of this uproar and minding somebody else's business over a couple of motherfucking sales that don't even got a face yet. That shit's just crazy to me. Now, I definitely think that, you know, there should be a cutoff point. Like, you can't eight and a half months pregnant. Oh, you know what? I changed my mind because, bitch, if you didn't know that you wanted to have a baby by nine months, that's your fault. But that early is definitely not okay to, as soon as somebody gets pregnant, make them have to keep the baby. And that's just my logical thinking, you know. I could see if they made the cutoff point, like, you know, kept it the same where it is the the 24 to 26 weeks that it is in most states or at fetal viability where if the baby was born on that day and it was able to survive then you can't abort it but to make it six weeks and then to also make it to where I can't get my birth control covered under under my health insurance to where it's free it's ridiculous because I don't know if anybody has ever had to pay out of pocket for birth control but birth control is not cheap it can cost hundreds of dollars actually and so for somebody who is poor, for somebody who lives check to check, or for somebody who just don't want to spend a fucking extra hundred dollars for something that could be covered under health insurance, they shouldn't have to. What the fuck? And the other thing that I just want to say is, you know, they do have a stipulation included in this bill that, um, you know, if you file a report about you being raped and then you find out that you're pregnant, that you can, you know, get an abortion. But if you don't file a police report and then, you know, you get pregnant and you realize that you're pregnant and it's due to the rape, they're not going to let you get an abortion because you didn't file a police report prior to finding out that you were pregnant. So let's say you're one of those people who it was done to you by a family friend or somebody that's close and you're scared to say something well now if you do get pregnant you're kind of stuck with that mistake because you were in a situation where you were really scared and you didn't you know you needed time to process what happened to you and then you find out that you're pregnant you're stuck with it you're stuck with your rapist baby so I just feel like I definitely implore people to before they vote on something they go and read the bill because I feel like a lot of people who voted for this bill, especially if you're a female and you voted for this bill, you had to have voted for it because you didn't read it. I'm not telling anybody to change their views on how they feel about abortions. I do promote minding your own motherfucking business stuff, like definitely. But if you're going to vote on something, read that shit. If you're going to Make a decision that is going to affect hundreds and thousands of people in the country that you live on, live in, at least have the decency to read everything about the thing that you're making a choice on. Because now you're, you're, you're fucking over hella women who have conditions, hella women who 
like to not wear condoms when they do it to their boyfriends, but they don't want to get pregnant because now they have to either wear a condom all the time or spend hundreds of dollars on birth control, which used to be free if you could cover it with your health insurance. So if you don't take anything away from this conversation, except for the research shit before you sign off on voting for it, that totally, you know, would would be okay with me. But I, I hope that you take into consideration everything that I've said on this post. Um, but the other thing that I think is really not fair is the fact that, you know, this law really only holds women accountable. Last time I checked, it takes two people to make a baby. And, you know, you have those people say, well, what about child support? You know, if, if a man can't take care of his kid, he goes to jail. Okay. First of all, the only time a guy goes to jail is if he is inherently not paying for the child that he brought into the world now i will say this as a female i mean i'm not i've never been pregnant and um i've never had an abortion and i've never been in a situation where i had to sit down and talk to somebody and tell them that you know i was pregnant but i feel like you know if you are a guy and you impregnate a female you have to sit and have a conversation with her and if she decides you know i'm not going to get an abortion i don't feel comfortable with it at that point you know you're going to have to step up to the plate and take care of the baby now i definitely feel like you know she should definitely take into consideration the feelings of the guy when she makes this decision but sorry guys i got a I got a new puppy that was milo making an appearance um she definitely should take into consideration the feelings of the guy before she decides to keep and or not keep the baby. But at the end of the day, like, you know, the guy's not just going to, as soon as he gets put on child support, they don't just come pick him up and arrest him. The only time you go to jail is when you don't pay. And whose fault is it that you didn't pay? Your own. Because at the end of the day, once the child is here, the mom doesn't have time to say, ooh, you know what? I don't want to buy food for my kids. I'm about to go hang out with my friends and buy Jordans and play 2K all day. Well, she could say that. She'd be a piece of shit. But, (laughs) you know, like, guys have it really easy when it comes to the parenting thing because they can choose to be present after a baby is born. But with a female, you only have the option of being there or giving the baby away or aborting it. You can't, you know pick and choose to come in or you can't just choose to drop some money off and then you know everything be cool and you don't have to do anything because for for a woman who gives birth and if she's if she's not a piece of shit you know it's you don't get any personal alone time you don't get to have a sick day because even when you're sick you still have to take care of your kids you don't get to say um I'm about to just randomly pick up and go on vacation or I'm about to go hang out and do fun shit with my friends all day because you have to worry about, do I have a sitter? Is this sitter reliable? Who's looking after my kid? What's going on with my kid? Even if you do find a sitter, you still have to think about, is the sitter doing what they're supposed to be doing? You don't have time to have a moment for yourself because your whole life revolves around your kid. So it's definitely fair if the kid is already here to say, hey, we both made this baby, you need to be accountable for it too. And if the only way to make you accountable because you don't want to be present for your kid is to make you pay, then at least that's something. Now, I really do feel like there needs to be some sort of balance though. Like we need to figure out a system to make it to where both parties are equally responsible, you know? 
but I ain't in a situation, so I can't even, you know, can't come up with any ideas until I experience it myself, I guess. But even then, like, who the fuck am I, you know? Just me. Long story short, I just feel like, you know, to make a female 100% accountable for something that took two people to make when the guy can have the choice to say, you know, I'm, I'm not going to have any part of this shit. Like, that, that's not fair. And if, you know, because t- honestly, if a guy comes up to me and, and I, after I've told him that I'm pregnant and he says, I don't want to ha- have anything to do with this baby, I'm going to get rid of it. Well, I'm going to want to get rid of it. I don't plan on being in that situation, though, because I don't plan on, you know, getting pregnant until after I'm married. So I'd hope that I picked a person who wouldn't leave me hanging like that if I got married to him. But I don't know, like, it's just stupid all around. Like, it's inherently dangerous because this is not going to stop abortions. I don't know if that's what y'all thought, but it's not going to. It's definitely just going to. You're going to hear a lot of stories about bitches being found dead in a pool of blood because they tried to use a hanger to get an abortion out or you know really fucked up their insides and now they can never have kids if they choose to have kids in the future when they could have really just went in and got a procedure that didn't take that long to do and snip snip bam out the door all good maybe there's a vacuum or something in there I don't really know how it works I've never had one but you're really just fucking people's lives up there's gonna be a lot of resentment in the world oh and for people who don't like child support, I don't know what y'all think was going to happen when you tell a bunch of bitches that, oh, shit, you got this baby and you got to keep it. Oh, well, if I got to keep it, this nigga finna pay because he didn't already told me that he doesn't want to be a part of the kid's life. So I know he's not going to be an involved father. Now I'm going to put him on child support as soon as this little motherfucker come out. So then you're going to have, you know, probably a lot more dudes with felonies on their back. And we already got our black man getting felonies for no motherfucking reason as it is. Why are we going to add another list of things that could possibly cause them to go to jail? Because you know that's what they want, right? So, just something to think about. But again, the most important thing to take away from this episode. Do not vote on anything if you have not actually read it to know what it says because they definitely do this shit on purpose name it shit like uh fetal life preservation act heartbeat bill things to tug at your emotional strings and then they include other fucked up ass shit within the bill that you didn't even know because you went based off the name of the bill instead of actually reading it for yourself like how y'all just basically made it to where bitches gotta pay for birth control out of pocket now because y'all didn't read or how you know If the rape victim doesn't file for a police report stating that they were raped, they can't get rid of the baby and they have to keep a rape baby. So, you know, learn to read, pass it on. Oh, and uh, don't forget, mind your motherfucking business. Anywho, um, that's it for this week. Next week's episode, um, I'm actually thinking about doing something really special, but I'm going to keep you all posted on it. Uh, make sure y'all follow me on Instagram at Uncommon Knowledge Pod to get the details about what's going on with next week's episode. And um, peace out. Stay live, y'all.